thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Geekly Planet Podcast, where we talk about all things geek, because we all geek out about something, with your hosts, Pat Aldridge, TJ Tammer, and Matthew Hample. Make sure to check us out on the internet, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now on to this week's episode. Welcome back, faithful listeners, to your weekly dose of geekdom here at the Geekly Planets. Did you mean to put an S on that? Did I put an S on it? Yeah. Dang it. Welcome welcome back, faithful listener. (laughs) Oh. Oh, that's... Oh, I was... Oh, yeah. Well, you know. That is. Yeah. Maybe maybe Matt's still listening. We don't know. Maybe. It's hard to say, really. (laughs) Uh, how's your week been, my friend? Uh, my week has been fine. You know, just normal life stuff and, you know, just tired. We're trying to, uh, Allison and I are trying to, um, uh, trying to be healthy. And so she, she's joined this group, which is really good. I mean, the woman does what is going to be needed. If it's going to help me, she's going to have to give me a meal plan. Like, it's not just, here's some things you can eat. It's like, no, I need you to tell me what to eat because I don't want to do this. And so so she's given that. You know, she, she puts out workout videos. My wife does those. I do. I go to the gym. I'm using another app. So went to the gym a few times this week trying to feel better because, you know, church softball season is just around the corner. And, uh, you know, I'd rather not, you know, break things. <laughs> Unless it's the other team's spirit. It's exactly right. But so Yeah. So, you know, just trying to do some things to be healthier and you know have more energy and all those things. But Yep, I get it. I get it. Getting old is not easy. With a lack of motivation to actually try real hard. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen so, to that. Yeah, man. How you? Uh, things are good here. I mean, Thursday was a phenomenal day. Sure, sure. Yes, it was. And uh, yeah, got back to the comic book store. For some reason, was too busy last week to get there. So picked up some good books. The X titles are still rocking it for me. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a good week. Yep. Super cool. So speaking of Thursday, oh, you know what? Let's back up for a second. Um, you know, yep. yesterday, yeah, yeah, yesterday was was a hard day. Um, you know, if if you hadn't heard, and if you hadn't heard, then you haven't been on social media or turned on a TV at all. Yeah. But uh, so Kobe Bryant and his daughter died in a helicopter crash, and. You know, I mean, I grew up in the Michael Jordan era, so you know he is still for me the the best of all time, and probably mm-hmm. you know you, we can go down the rabbit trail of playing in different eras and this, that, and the sure. other thing. But you know, to still watch Kobe do what he did, you know, basically right from the start was was phenomenal, and so you know, our thoughts and prayers are are, are definitely with family who lost a dad and a sister um as well as everybody else who was in that helicopter like yeah um yeah 
Yeah, it's just crazy because we, um, you know, uh, <clears throat> I'm a, a couple years younger than you, not, you know, too awful, but a couple years younger than you. And so mine, Kobe, you know, Kobe came out, you know, we all think about LeBron coming straight out of high school and doing the things that he's doing, but people forget that Kobe came straight out of high school too. And, you know, Kobe, for all his whatever you think about him and his, you know, personal life and whatever, he had that killer instinct on the court. Like he, he, he was, he, he tried and he tried everything. I mean, I remember one postseason where he was up two, two nothing and wasn't smiling in the, in the post conference, in the press conference because uh, of the way, you know, the team performed, even though they won. And so he had this, you know, that's why they nicknamed him, you know, the Black Mamba <clears throat> because, I mean, he's a killer. I mean, he out there just doing his thing. And so it was crazy. We were sitting at the house and we were watching, you know, watching Wake Forest awful at basketball. And, and then I, I just happened, it just happened to pop up on my feed. And I was like, and this was back when, this was when TMZ literally had reported it like two minutes earlier. Right. And I was like, right. oh, to be sure, that's not true. And then about 10 minutes, everybody was like, what in the world? And then it started to really flood out from all the other things. And that was crazy. I mean, that's just it's crazy because I heard somebody on, on the radio say it yesterday, like he comes out of high school and he's so young and he's out there playing with men and then he plays forever and he gets old in basketball years. Right. He's 39 and he retires. Right last year year before last and so he retires and then he tragically dies in a um so everybody's talking about how old he is but then he tragically dies in a helicopter crash and people realize he's only 41 like that's crazy and just you know it's just and it's just one of those things as far as anybody can tell it's just one of those things i mean he was on his way to basketball practice with you know, his daughter and then other girls and their parents that were headed to basketball practice. And he, he, he was forever using a helicopter to, to avoid LA traffic. Like that was his go-to mode of transportation. So it wasn't like he was doing something foolish and then he won't even flying, you know, and it's just crazy. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, life is short and yeah. it can change don't, in don't. an instant. Yeah, don't take it for granted. You know, you yeah. never you never know when when your time is up. And you know, I mean, it just points back. I mean, for 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 a lot of people, it points back to the fact, like, hey, we live in a sinful world, and you know, death is a part of that. And, and mm-hmm. so, you know, we 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 definitely want to mourn with those who mourn. And you know, I mean, you could you could hate the Lakers, you could you could hate Kobe Bryant, but that doesn't mean you don't feel for his family and you know, Oh yeah. Cause that's the thing is I don't, I, I never actually really like, I don't like the Lakers. I did not like Kobe Bryant. I respected his basketball prowess, but I mean, outside of that, I didn't really care much for him, but this so, is super sad. I mean, that's just, that's awful. Yeah. And you know, having <clears throat> as somebody who lost a dad, you know, back in April, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it just, in, in a second life changes. Yep. And, uh, you know, so there's people that geek out about, you know, that geek out about, we like, we all geek out about something and there's people that geek out about basketball. And so they, they're just rocked today. I mean, it's yeah. just crazy. <clears throat> it's just crazy how it went down. 
<clears throat> in that Thursday, no, Saturday night, um, LeBron James passed Kobe scoring to be third all-time scoring in the NBA. And at 10 o'clock, 10-ish Eastern time, Kobe <clears throat> was – Kobe was on social media congratulating LeBron James and then literally, you know, 14 hours, 15 hours later was gone. Yeah. And it's just, it's just crazy. And so, and it's going to be real interesting because tomorrow night the Lakers and the Clippers play each other in basketball, both the LA teams. And so it's just, it's going to be crazy tomorrow. Yeah. Night. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> so, but yeah, thoughts and prayers uh, to those and the families affected. That's awful. So, but how about we go to a much lighter note? There we go. Nice transition, TJ. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Thursday night or Thursday happened. Picard dropped, and you were you were actually a little bit upset with me. I think that I didn't <laughs> stop everything that I was doing and watch it right away. Um, you know, some of us have jobs and, you know, had responsibilities and had to go to work and, uh, well, that's not fair. To I went to work too. <laughs> oh, you watched it there? Uh, what? <laughs> I watched it. Time. I watched it there for the second time. <laughs> okay. Okay. You got up early, huh? Well, see, it's one of those things where I don't know why I used to be able to sleep for days. I mean, like I could sleep till nine, ten, eleven o'clock, and like it wasn't nobody's business. But the last couple of years, for some reason, maybe it's just age. I don't know. <clears throat> is that I wake up every single morning between five forty-five and six fifteen, no, without you know, without anything, yeah. without trying. It's just what it is. And so that's, that's definitely the age, my friend. I do the same thing. Like yes, <laughs> yes, Sunday morning, like. 4.30, woke up, yeah. rolled over, looked at the clock. And I mean, I stayed in bed till my alarm went off at sure. you know 5.30, but it was just wasn't sleeping. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's what it is, but it was just crazy because that's just what I do. And so it's funny because um, <coughs> we were watching we were watching TV, you know, we're, we watched The Good Place and we watched Stumptown and NCIS and we were watching something, maybe it might even been Bones, but we were watching something and then <coughs> I just happened to, stay awake until I just was checking and I didn't even mean to, I was sitting there playing a game on my phone, but then it was, um, <clears throat> it was 12 o'clock. And so I opened up the app just to see, <laughs> I was like, let's just see, but it didn't, it, pro- it must've co- come out at like three, but no, I woke up at six 30 I was in the bed. And so I had time before I needed to get up and get my son to school. So I sure did lay in the bed and watch yeah. it on my phone. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So we watched it Thursday night and then I watched it straight away again, Friday morning on my day off. So, so yeah, Picard, what, what were your initial thoughts, my friend, man, it was so it's, it's crazy because <clears throat> I saw somebody say, or an article that said Picard got all of the fan service out of the way so that they can boldly go where no one's gone before. <clears throat> and I was interested. I was like, hmm, that might be interesting. We know that not all the fan service is gone because we still haven't seen uh, Riker and Diana. We haven't seen uh, Seven of Nine yet. But um, obviously, let's go spoiler alert because yeah. that's how we do things here. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. In, we're going to break it down in depth. So, <laughs> Yeah. So um, my first initial reaction was I'm home. 
because when it opens up with blue skies, right, which is uh, just crazy because for anybody that knows anything about Star Trek, Data, you know, Data saying blue skies at the end when Data's gone and he has transferred his, he's trying to transfer his consciousness to B four, right? B four is trying to sing blue skies, right? And so it's this this nice little hummet. And so it just starts with the first thing out the gate is we see the Enterprise D, and I'm like, yes, here it is. And they're playing Data and Picard are playing poker in the galley, and. Instantly, is it just me, or did you feel like you were back home in the next generation? Oh yeah, it definitely it definitely had that familiarity to it, right? But then <clears throat> you know, and it was I loved it because it instantly brought you back to a familiar place. But then while they're sitting there, then it's apparent that it's a dream. It should be apparent because uh, they're playing or whatever, and when Data lays down five queens of hearts, which yep. we, we can talk about, you know, uh, if that's foreshadowing anything or not. But, <clears throat> um, but you can tell it's a dream, but then obviously Picard's like, I didn't know we were coming to Mars, and then Mars explodes. Right. right. The, and so you instantly, and then he wakes up. And so instantly you're like, this is familiar. Oh, okay. This is something different. <laughs> familiar and different both at the same time. That's exactly what I was, was feeling. Um, um, and as the story progresses, uh, you know, you find out that, that Picard has left Starfleet has been gone for, I guess they're saying what, 20 years. It's been a minute. Yeah. I don't know yeah. exactly how long, but it's been a minute. So, um, and and you come to find out that that Picard left because Starfleet wasn't Starfleet anymore, and they they basically abandoned a mission that he was passionate about and couldn't be a part of that anymore. So you want to go into that? Yeah, it was weird because you know. So overall, well, we'll do this overall. I thought it was great. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm vested. I I appreciate the callbacks and the nods, but I'm ready to see what happens also. Yeah, yeah, because you find out you find out that, you know, data has um or actually uh Bruce Maddox more than likely wondering mm-hmm. when we're going to see him. Mm-hmm. He, he's off the grid at this point, which is hard to do in in the 24th or 25th century, whatever they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, has has created another positronic brain, an android brain, but doesn't it doesn't know that it's an android, and you know it looks human. So yeah, it was crazy because. You know, so we'll we'll set it up. What you find out is Picard's having nightmares. That's fine. Obviously, can we talk about the fact? Um, I'm pretty sure that that's Picard's bulldog. Like straight up, I think that is. I think that is Patrick Stewart's bulldog in real life. I don't. Because, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I read somewhere how much he loves bulldogs and all the stuff. So I'm pretty sure that is his dog, which explains a lot 
but obviously you have dog actors that are, you know, obey commands right. really well or whatever. But can we just talk about that? I'm not, I, we don't have pets. We know we don't have dogs. We don't have pets because we're gone too much to, and it's not fair, but I absolutely now really want a dog that I can name number one. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was, you know, you saw that in the trailer. They, they gave that little spoiler alert away and it's still funny. It's still oh, yeah. humorous to me. Yeah, I can't wait to, and I hope that we get some interaction between uh, Riker and the dog. Oh yeah, at some point <laughs> when he when he says number one, and they both look. Yeah, yeah, for that that would be good. Yeah. So, but you know, so then we find out that he does an interview, and on the on the anniversary of the Romulan supernova. Okay, and so I love the fact. Uh, can we talk about how I love the fact that? Um, you know, they the the an article kept calling things Easter eggs, and I was like, "That's not Easter eggs. That's just continuity. That's just yeah. <laughs> staying inside the story. Like that's not that's, that's not what an Easter egg right there. is. That's exactly right. That is making and connecting directly these things together. And so, <clears throat> but basically, the Romulan supernova, the Romulan exploded. Picard, um, you know, they 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 he's interviewed, and they're they're wanting to figure out. They have an agenda. Why did he leave Starfleet? All these different other things. He wants to talk about, you know, relocating the Romulans because Picard has always at his at his base. The difference between Star Trek and other things is that Star Trek <clears throat> has been is about exploration and it's about humanity and helping. It's not yeah. a it's not an action. Uh, it's not action. It's not a space battle. It's not Star Wars. It's not a space opera. Right. It's not conflict. There is conflict, but the conflict is internal struggle more than it is external conflict. Is that fair? That's fair to say. That's good. And so, uh, but anyways, so basically Picard wanted to relocate 900 million Romulans and he abandoned, well, they said abandoned, but he left the Enterprise to go to do that. And basically what ended up happening is a rogue synthetics which i'm sure we'll find out more about rogue synthetics um basically hacked mars and blew up the the shipyard where the enterprise was made and other things and so uh, starfleet made most of their ships yeah right and so and of course then that turned everybody against synthetics so it's you know so now and nobody they don't make androids anymore they were they banned from making them yeah and so it's this thing and then they just dropped it and picard was like no like this is not how starfleet supposed to starfleet is supposed to act and instead they just tucked their tails and ran away and so he quit and so you obviously see now that there is some there's going to be some issues with him in the federation. So but yeah, so anyway, so then that caught us up. So now hit us uh uh Dr. Maddox created for us synthetics. So at the Daystrom Institute um where they work where their work was with you know, androids and, and that kind of thing. And Maddox was shown in one episode of Star Trek was referenced in a few more where data was taking contact with him. Basically in the next generation, he wanted to take data apart and basically reverse engineer him. And, um, 
Picard basically had to defend Data, saying that he was a life form and should have the right to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, but evidently, you know, they they progressed in their work to the point where synthetics were being used, but then, uh, you know, they rebelled and destroyed Mars. So now we have this ban on synthetics, and you know, Data was. He even said in the episode, Data was very dear to Captain Picard. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that rubbed him the wrong way. And he's like, like nope, I'm out. So uh, we, we come, you know, we're introduced to a character um, who. Dosh. Who is just living. Yeah, just living a normal life. All of a sudden, people beam into her, her apartment, kill her boyfriend, throw a bag over her head. And her programming kicks in, and she just takes out the what three person attack squad that was mm-hmm. sent to retrieve her. Mm-hmm. And so now she's on the run. And at the end of it, at the end of that fight, she has this I don't know vision, I guess, of of Picard, and so seeks him out and is asking for help. And in the midst of trying to figure out who she is and how she knows him. Um, they're on the run from more people from that same we come to find out they're Romulans trying to get to her. She's actually destroyed. Mm-hmm. And Which surprised me. <clears throat> that, that surprised me. Obviously we didn't know we found out shortly thereafter <clears throat> through Picard's visit to the Daystrom um, uh, that they had a, that there was tw- they were made in pairs. So there's a twin. And so we're introduced to her, but it's just crazy because, like, you see this and you're like, okay, Picard's going to help this girl, and then she dies. And you're like, say what now? Yeah, so, yeah, def- definitely threw us for a loop until we found out about the twin. But then we see her, we catch up with her, and she is actually part of a Romulan relocation, people helping Romulans relocate. And as the shot pans out, we find out that it's happening in a derelict Borg cube. Like, <laughs> you know, so this is how, you know, we obviously know how the Borg are going to, going to interact with this, but it was just, you know, as it, it felt like it, as they started to pan out, it felt like it. But then when you were kind of on the outside looking in and the, you know, they have repair crews trying to repair the cube to make it more livable or whatever. So, so yeah, it was a pretty interesting episode. And, so, you know, looking very forward to to what happens yeah. next. So, and, see, I you know, think <clears throat> I'm a little see, I don't that. think that they're trying to live in the Borg cube. I think they're trying to fire up the Borg cube because the Borg are nasty. Like their ships are nasty. Oh like, yeah. They like they are powerful. Right? So, for those that don't know, <clears throat> let's see. I guess that they're probably in the Alpha Quadrant, don't you figure? I would think um, so, yeah. Through all of this. The Borg are from the Delta Quadrant, right? They are far, far away from uh, from Earth, right? And so we learn this through uh, lots of different things. So <clears throat> I love the fact that they're bringing in Seven of Nine because she wasn't on The Next Generation. She was on Voyager. And so I love that they're bringing in other... Uh, Star Trek shows mm-hmm. and, and keeping this continuity. And then, 
you know, there's a lot of stuff that we could talk about that they maybe even hinted at, like the return of Q with the cards. Don't you think that Q is going to show up at some point? That's a possibility. Um, the other possibility is, you know, with with it being the queen is the board queen still around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How are the board going to react when one of their ships is been commandeered by the Romulans? Yeah, yeah basically. Like, so, so we see all these things happening. Um, I think it was well. Here, I think it was smart of them to go after the Borg first, like because let's just be honest, that is the one that is the most accessible to outside Trekkies. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Right. So now there are deeper, like they've been the oldest enemy the Federation has is the Romulans, right? And the Klingons and the Romulans and um, all these different other factions that they got beef with. But the one that's going to be noticed by people that just in passing is going to be the Borg. And so they're also, let's just be honest, the scariest. and they fit into the more technologically advanced age we find ourselves in being able to utilize technology to make them more intimidating in these things. And so I just, I really appreciate, <clears throat> here's what I appreciate. And this is why I felt like Star Trek. Um, I appreciate that it's slow. It's slower paced because Star Trek has always been slower paced. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not a, um, you know, it's not Avengers where it started and didn't stop. Right. right? And so <clears throat> it is slower paced. I appreciate that it always had that high society kind of feel to it with manners and, Right, people think Captain Picard thinking, and and even just in the interaction with Dosh, can I see your necklace? It's such a beautiful piece. Thank you. All these different things. Right, it felt like Star Trek, and I don't know. Like, does that make sense? Oh yeah, it does. You know, it's that, and and they do arguably better than anybody. Not only do they give you continuity, but they're they're building and expanding it at the same time. You know, you, you have the familiar, but we're taking it in a new direction. Mm-hmm. And so I like that. I definitely like that. And it's funny because, you know, <clears throat> in Star Wars, and this is not a slight on Star Wars at all, but on Star Wars, um, you know, they talk about the lightsaber is a civilized weapon, right? Not like blasters. Okay, mm-hmm. but let's be honest. It's a laser sword <laughs> that like yeah. that cuts and solders everything at the same time, <laughs> right? And so um, there's all that craziness, and but it's not. It's not a, like it's not a civilized thing. It is a. It's a. It's a. You know, action. It's 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 violence. It's these different things. But Star Trek has always quote unquote attempted to and have been civilized in the way that they respond to things. right? And so, <clears throat> you know, 
J.J. Uh, Abrams, when he rebu- rebooted it, it didn't feel like Star Trek. I still liked them a lot. But it felt like an action movie based in yeah. the Star Trek universe. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's fine because you got Picard who is this air or not Picard, you got Kirk who's this arrogant little kid and he's pompous and all the stuff and he kind of matures into the captain and that's all well and good, but it still felt like a 2010s action movie. Right? Star Trek never felt like that. It felt like uh, something different. And I appreciate the fact that it still felt like that. Even with updated action sequences and technology. Mm-hmm. Right. So here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think someone who like hasn't seen the next generation, hasn't seen Voyager, could pick this up and be entertained by it and, and maybe not be as drawn in, but but still drawn in. Yeah, I think they could because, um, you know, Allison, Allison did that. She hasn't seen Star Trek. She's seen the, you know, some of the new ones. She has definitely not seen all of it. She doesn't know the TV shows for sure. At best, it's movies. And she that's just not what she, you know, like I, I got that from my dad. We, mm-hmm. we we're in that same vein and I was able to to pick that up from him and to watch that. And that's the thing that we enjoyed together. Right. And that's not <clears throat> that's not the case. So she hadn't seen everything. We were actually we had watched a bunch of bones and uh, with some serial killers and things like that. And she was like, I need something happy. So I was like, whatever, before we go to sleep. And so she we were sitting there Friday night, I reckon it was. And and she was scrolling through and I thought she was going to pick some happy, funny comedy or something like that. And I was playing uh, a game. I was actually playing Star Trek Fleet Command on my phone. And nice. <laughs> and so I was working through that. I happened to look up and it was on CBS and I was like, okay, cool. She might, maybe it's big bang theory or wings or something like that. But then the galaxy started and blue skies came on. And so we watched it and oh, it was Thursday night. It was, uh, and doing that. And so, uh, so she liked it, but she has no prior investment to it. So right. I think it is. I think okay. it is because it's self-sustained. They gave you what you needed to know, that he is a retired admiral who doesn't like how things went down. And they're not going to see and think of – they're not going to catch all the intricacies of why these people matter and who they are mm-hmm. and the, oh, my gosh, moments because of, hey, that's Jerry Ryan or that's, you know, uh, right. you know there's Q showed up and, and whatever. So there's going to be a little bit of explanation but I think they did a good job at explaining what you needed to know. <clears throat> to yeah, I that. agree with you. So, yeah, I think there's, you know, they they nodded a bunch of stuff. They made, you know, they, they talked about different things. And so I thought it was, I was, I thought it was very well done. I'm excited that they're already going to do a season two because, you know, uh, Patrick Stewart asked Whoopi Goldberg on The View to join them in season two as an official invitation. And, <clears throat> you know, that's going to be an interesting dynamic because they had a super interesting dynamic in the show when she was. Oh there. yeah. And so, um, so I'm and, and you know, people are, are, are panicking cause you know, liberal politics and all this different other stuff, but Star Trek has always been, been grounded in liberal politics 
but they don't flaunt it. Right. And they don't make it the point. And they don't try to argue it. They just, it is what it is. Right. And so, uh, anyways, I'm excited. I know you're excited. We can't do this every week for the next 10 weeks. We have other things to talk about. But, uh, I mean, we could, but we I, could. I think we would lose, we would lose listeners or yeah. our one listener, however right. you want to look at it. Right. And so I think, I think though, it's going to be interesting. We'll have, we'd have to just give the high points, the high spots, because the Mandalorian, you know, was only 30 minutes. These are 42 minutes. And so, and 45 minutes. And so we'll have to do what we did with the Mandalorian, which is just give the high points of things that we liked or didn't like that they're doing. And then, you know, maybe at the end, do a recap of the whole story once it unfolds. But oh, yeah. super excited about it. Thought it was awesome. Excited about where it's supposed to come. Yep. If you haven't checked it out yet, <clears throat> you really should. Well, you definitely should now because you now know everything. <laughs> so if you're at this point of the broadcast, <laughs> now you're just trying to see what we're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. So, so what, if you've watched it, what were your thoughts? Please share them with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, fan power. Let us know what your thoughts were. Um, we would love to, to interact mm-hmm. over this or anything else that you geek out about. And with that, my friends, we're going to call it a day. So stay geeky, my friends. Embrace your inner geek. We are out of here. See you later. You're still here. It's over. Go home. <laughs>